0: Can you say hard hats, folks? Hard hats, lunch pails, steel toe boots? Anything short of a championship this year
1: is
2: a failure. Really <laughs> Look at this boomer right here. You've just got so much talent here.
0: Somebody said we need to apologize for Jalen. Can
3: I close the John? What are we apologizing for? What would we say? <laughs> what would we do?
2: <laughs> okay, now we can start this yeah. show, Bobby. Now we can start. <laughs>
3: Yes, we. Now can. Now we can start. And what a show um, it's going
2: to be! Yeah, it looks like it's the Bobby and uh, Bobby and uh, Bobby and the Boomer show. Uh, and we uh, <laughs> we've got gotten... <laughs> No Toscano uh, and Joe Sway. You know, it's Saturday, right? It's Saturday. We'll, yeah, it's we'll, we'll let...
3: Saturday, but we'll let him skate. Anyway. Bobby,
2: I'm going solo on you. One second, You're, I'll be right back. I'm still here.
3: Well, interesting game tonight, John. The I'm back. <laughs> I'm back. I just need a little bit more light. Interesting game tonight. The
2: Pacers... I, I can't get a read on it. Great, great, great to beat the Pacers. Great to win on the road. Great to win without Porzingis. Great to win. And yes, Kyle, I did hate this, but I'm not going to get into it now because he did a lot of other things well. But I don't want to get – we'll get to that in a little bit. But look at all of the factors, right? You miss a ton of free throws. White and Tatum both get in foul trouble. White's got to come out early in the third on, you know, a ticky-tack foul. Porzingis misses mo- almost the entire game after getting poked in the eye. This could have gone by sideways. By Neesmith. Yeah. But if, <laughs> it had to be by, Neesmith. A, Aaron,
3: Bernie, Pollard, Neesmith. Uh, but, yes. <laughs> he really is. Yeah, so that's a little worrisome coming out of this one. But, otherwise – yeah. I'm pretty impressed by the way the Celtics handled this one. You mentioned the poor Zingas injury. I thought Derek White was pretty bad in this game. and a yeah, really rough th- game. That yeah. threw the offense into a, a tailspin for parts of this game, I thought. And when the Celtics started struggling offensively, particularly at the end of the second, going into halftime, uh, their 16-point lead got down to about four and ended up being a tit-for-tat the rest of the way up until that late burst. Uh, so the Celtics struggled to control the ball in parts of this game. That's probably your biggest frustration. He had the 18 turnovers. Uh, but the, the half throws. court, yes, and that continues to be a way that the Pacers uh, skate by the Celtics uh, for stretches, is that the Celtics aren't able to, as we debated, John, slow the game down a little bit and get to the free throw line. They executed, though, in a lot of different ways. Uh, isolation plays in this game, though, and I know you'll have some frustrations with that, but when you have mismatches, you have to take advantage of them, and they made Well, tonight, Halber tonight, worked. it worked. Yeah, tonight, tonight a good matchup for it.
2: There was two things that I liked. There's two things about the isos I liked. It was um, Tatum and Brown were pretty democratic about who was going to get, the, you know, who had the matchup, and they would seek it out, and that was clearly the game plan, and they did it all night long. Again, I'm just going to say, fool's gold on the Tatum uh, step-back threes. It's not not an opinion. It's simply how it is. Great that they go in, great when they go in, but we get into this, oh, when he hits these, he's the most unstoppable player. Again, the problem is he's just not hitting them consistently enough to make it his thing. If he goes in a, you know, that pandemic, that pre-bubble, run that he's on when he's hitting every one of those shots and he's going, you know, he's dropping 40 a night and he's this unstoppable force. We can have a different conversation, but we're going on two years where that hasn't been a successful thing for him. I like it when he's going, I think he had the matchup going where he could get to his spots and he could get to the basket and he could get to the free throw line if he wanted to pretty easily. So again, I don't love those, but they went in and we're all going to celebrate the uh, you know, the Tatum was unstoppable, you know, you know, you know, with his with his with his step back you know in your face threes game and it it is what it is
3: yeah i do wonder if he's not not my favorite not my favorite i do wonder if he's tinkering with something there though because we have seen a stretch here where he is hitting threes at probably the highest rate we've seen all season between the clippers game there was another one recently i can't remember off the top of my head and then of course tonight Uh, so they mentioned drew hanlon was in the building i wonder if they had a session this morning worked through some things and got him in a good place mechanically. I do think he looks pretty good with the shot right now, just in terms of how tight and fluid it looks. So I wouldn't be stunned if there was a little bit of tinkering there. Uh, with that to get him going recently but I thought he did both in this game John there were stretches where he got downhill there was a really good stretch of mid-range play from him I think midway through the second got a couple shots off over then you know twisted his way into a shot in the lane off the glass on three straight plays there at one point six assists the, That that seems to be bumping up more and more for him recently as well so I've been pretty satisfied with Tatum, and I thought he and Brown played pretty well in tandem in this game. If it wasn't going to be them, who was it tonight? I mean, it is another game where Holiday I thought you know wasn't super involved in the offense, even given White. No, it had absence. to be those guys because and White then yeah, was, off you, the bench, you're not getting much scoring there. So it had. This to is a Tatum and Brown show, and they carried the carried their weight. And that's the thing is, it was there
2: almost was no other way. It wasn't working anywhere else like you saw white was out of sync all night i felt like right like he was you could see a lot of times he went to the lane and he's like that's not what i wanted to do you know whether he shorted a pull up or he tried to force a pass there was a lot of times you just see him and you could tell he was like ah that wasn't the play he knew it almost every time but he just wasn't something wasn't working for him tonight and you had the foul trouble so white was off your right, inconsistent. Again, some problems finishing around the rim uh for him. Uh And it had to be Tatum and Brown uh, all night long. And they, I mean, they, they ate their guys alive all night long. I mean, they, 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 they took advantage of their matchups
3: and you're capable of doing that. And then here. you're going mean, to talk
2: about O'Shea. You're going to talk about, I'm going to talk about Luke. There's a lot of other factors. that matter. In those guys. I, this felt like a game. It could have gone either way. Again, I didn't love the way, I mean, I didn't love that you know, the back-to-back, the, you know, second quarter, eh, not bad. Third quarter, certainly started to get away from it. And it was that frustrating thing. They were missing the free throws. They were relying a little bit too much on the ISO. They were relying on jumpers. They weren't getting to the free throw line when they were. They were missing. And it was like, uh uh-oh, you know, this could go bad. And, again, we talk about, like, ways they – games they win that they might have lost in years past. You can file this one as another one, too, which is – it kind of felt like you could have put this Pacers team away earlier, and then they didn't. And you let them hang around, and all of a sudden, it's a one-point game, one-possession game. And it, they they held them off. They put their foot on the gas. A couple really big moments. Key plays from Brissett down the stretch. Uh, Luke Cornett, I'm not going to undersell the ice water in the veins free throw uh, thing. <laughs> that was awesome after they were missing. That was awesome.
3: Oh, amazing moment from him, and I feel like he's given the more consistent minutes recently too. To be able to survive a game where Porzingis goes down, uh, like this Horford scoring ten, uh, Cornet giving solid bench minutes, and then Brissett coming out there and it feels like he. It, it felt to me immediately, John, when Brad mentioned the big wing potentially being internal. I don't know who else he could have been referring to other than Brissett, especially since they've made a more concerted effort over the last month or so. He had to get Brissett back out there. I mean, he had a two, three-week stretch there where it was DNP City for him. And now uh, he's a steady back end of the rotation guy, probably that eighth, ninth man on the team, depending on how healthy you are. So I like what he's given them. The crashing for him is so consistent. And you know, John, I've been watching him since Syracuse. Yep. He was a great rebounder at Syracuse, but it's a different style now where he's crashing out of the corner. I know Scal mentioned it on the broadcast. He gets his hand on a ball every time, and he might not get it, uh, but he is just relentless there, and he slips past the defense because they're not really paying attention to him as an offensive player. So he'll sneak in there and get a good angle on it, and he might tip it out to someone. He might grab it. There was one where he just ripped it out of someone's hands at one point. I think it might have been Heald's in the fourth quarter there. That nice stretch to open up the fourth where he was out there, Cornette. I think Tatum was out there because White was off already and they came in together. That was a nice sequence that to start a fourth where they just uh, ran away with this game. I, you know, this was like a four-point game, John. And then it turned into almost 20 pretty quickly there. Uh, so that bench gets a lot of credit for that here. But I thought the Pacers overall, you know, in this game, and of course they never led, but they put the Celtics in some uncomfortable positions. I thought obviously the Celtics were settling early. I felt like uh, against their defense where they could have gotten to the rim at will. And they did later in this game, but it felt like the Celtics wanted to play one way. We've talked about it, John Joe having a little bit of a rigid approach with how they do things. Indiana guards a weird way and obviously has a unique array of personnel out there, a smaller team that the Celtics, you know, going into that drive and kick and fire up a three offense wasn't the right formula for this game, especially early. You need to get to the free throw line. This was another one, John, where you looked up at almost halftime and they had eight free throw attempts. And it was like, what is going on? And then they they adjusted as the game went on, which was good to see. But early on, I felt like they just fell into the way that Indiana wanted them to play and they almost paid the price for it. Yeah.
2: Uh and we talked about yesterday, uh, you know, going back and forth on the does Tatum need a superstar game? And the consensus was, nah, Celtics have too much talent. Just spread it around, play. But again, Porzingis goes down, white, ineffective, um, and Tatum has a superstar game. And yeah, it's Hallibur- an
3: interesting contrast to the whole season almost. Celtics you know? And he has
2: it, and Halliburton does not. Halliburton looks like ass on the yeah, other side. Yeah, he was bad. You know? Uh, He was the hot, you know, he's the hot new thing and everybody's jumping all over that. That has to feel pretty good. And I'm not saying Tatum went out there to kind of like, I'm going to, but I did have a feeling that they were going to have that kind of, you know.
3: Yeah, we did. We we, we took that,
2: that Orlando-ish, you know, feel with these India, with this Indiana team. Like, yeah, you guys are nice. You can do some good things. You got some good young talent, but pump the brakes here. We're here to win it. And you guys are just a speed bump along the way like you know you had your moment and I kind of felt that they were going to approach these two games with that Uh, what do you think like how do you feel it like they approached it on the defensive side of things because I'm a little torn. I think they played well on defense. I think they played hard on defense. I also think there's a lot of threes that the Pacers are accustomed to hitting. I mean, that's a really low number. They shot 19%. They shoot 30% from three. This is a ball game. I mean, even 30%. They shot. It was abysmal. How much of that was what the Celtics did to them and how much was just missing shots?
3: It came in waves, I thought. To open the game, I thought they were awesome defensively, especially with Porzingis out there. There was some good individual efforts, certainly. Uh, you forced turnovers in some good situations, especially that early one on Halliburton. I, I, I felt like got the Celtics going out in the run and you know, just playing with a good pace through this game. Um, but there were definitely missed shots, too. I mean, when a team shoots 19%, obviously it's a bad shooting night. Uh, but overall, the Celtics, I thought, across the board played good individual defense here. Yeah, I don't really remember <clears throat> anyone breaking loose in ways that made you say, uh oh, like Mathen got a few floaters off in the lane. Hal Burton obviously struggled. I thought Heald never really got going. Uh Smith was bad. I mean this just continues to be a brutal matchup for him. Every every other night you look up and he's scoring twenty plus, but against the Celtics, he just gets Completely consumed out there, and he definitely missed some open ones too on an 0 for 7 night. But I thought the defense drove them in this game, and I love how that's becoming more and more the case, John. They were great there last night against Utah. In this game, I thought like they had some really good moments. Horford had a pair of chase down blocks, he uh, blocked Halliburton off the backboard at one point on that annoying play where they were getting out on the run, and uh, the Pacers got a technical that stopped it pretty similar to the Taylor Jenkins play last night, as you saw, John. That's becoming a weird weird little cheat code for <laughs> for coach. If you want to take a technical, you can stop a transition transition run once a game. I wonder if more and more coaches are going to start trying that. But uh, this is a good defensive performance when you're talking about a team that last night put up 150, holding them to 101. I don't care the circumstances or missed shots is really impressive here. I think that's a season low. Certainly the first quarter had to be. I mean, would they score? No, 120? I mean I think
2: I think I I think I saw that their season low was one oh three. I think one oh one is a season low for the Pacers.
3: Celtics held them to seventeen thirty two. They lost to the Grizzlies
2: 116-103, and I think that was the lowest mark of the year for them. Um so far. I'm looking looking up and down. Oh uh, yep, I think that's it. One oh three.
3: How yeah, about that? Sorry. You're starting to see the stronger defensive halves all season. I think the Celtics... Uh, well, and that's
2: twice, 104 in the in the 50-point loss to the Celtics earlier in the year. But again, that was without Halliburton, but yeah.
3: Yeah, 15 last night against the Jazz was the fewest uh, the Celtics have allowed in a quarter all year. 16 last week against the Pistons was second. And uh, the Pacers seventeen point first quarter tonight moves into a tie for third fewest points allowed by the Celtics in a quarter this year. So yep. they're rolling defensively, John. They have a lot of good personnel. It feels like they're throwing different looks out there. A little bit of zone again tonight. Uh, they you know have Holiday doing his thing. I love when he chased Halbert down like the whole way down the court and just took the ball from him later. That was this great. Is good, there's some good individual efforts across the board here, and this goes back to what we talked about last year. They ranked really poorly. In isolation defense last year, you had some guys who had some brutal seasons. Smart, Brogdon. I thought Grant ranked pretty poorly there, too, if I'm remembering right. And this year, you're starting to see Brown holding opponents to 40% shooting. Uh, Tatum, we threw out the isolation numbers with him last night, 0.6 per 100. Uh, Pritchards are kind of astounding, too. There's not a lot huge sample size there, but I looked it up last night. He's allowing 0.23 points per possession in isolation. So he's doing a good job, too, when he gets out there. They have, you know, Porzingis said this last night. When you have individuals who can defend like this, it really doesn't matter what the system is. And it feels like they've sharpened the system a little bit, too, to be able to go to some different looks and not just throw that drop out there every possession like they did last year. Uh, Which I hated. Yeah, that was brutal. Because, again,
2: it was, I mean, when it wasn't, when the other team was taking advantage of it, it just felt like you were just giving baskets away. It yeah. drove me insane uh, watching that as, as just the only way that they played and like how many games you'd be in the middle of and be like, they got to stop. They got to stop dropping here and they just wouldn't do it. So I like the different looks a, a lot uh, here from, from this team. And you have the personnel to do it.
3: Definitely. I thought, you know, you imagine this team before the holiday trade playing really long, you'd have Rob out there with Porzingis. We trying yeah. to imagine what it would look like. Now you're playing a little bit smaller, but it never seems to matter. Uh, they just play up in their positions. Drew can guard bigs. White's pretty versatile across the board. I know they started him on Halliburton tonight, and he had his ups and downs there. But uh, the way they attacked him as a team, Horford's ability, I mean, that steal and run out and alley to Brown from him is just... Ridiculous. I, I mean, you, you take for granted just what he's given this team still, and it's you it's do. Out but of this he world. scares
2: the crap out of me in transition because I think <laughs> he makes the wrong play like ninety nine 99 out of a hundred times. So it, it's just always something where it's just like Al just loves dribbling it up the court. Um, But that was one. It was a great play to Brown for the for, for the dunk there. But yeah, it was awesome.
3: Yeah, all around. I, I just felt like they got some really good moments from pretty much everybody on the team here tonight. Even white had a few nice buckets uh, late after the foul trouble and everything else he went through in this game and finished a plus 20 as Amit pointed out uh, in our chat here. Uh, I don't think that reflects the game he had, but he still managed for for white. White? I know. Right. He still managed to make some plays late, which you like. um,
2: Well, as soon as he came back in the game, it felt better right in the fourth quarter. Yeah. um, you know, and he settled it down. I think he hit one shot or maybe, you you know, two to start. But, like, all of a sudden, it was like, okay. Because that third quarter, it was so rocky, obviously. You had to sit Tatum and White for the duration of it. And it was not the prettiest lineup out there. And every time you looked up, you're like, there's still four and a half minutes left in this quarter. Like, man, we got to get through this. And then they did. So it was nice to get the band back together at the beginning of the fourth there. And, again... Borzinga's out. We'll see. Um, Ahmed, if you see uh, uh, any updates uh, from Joe on that, I'm I'll sure you'll not be. look at it.
3: There, there won't, won't be, John. <laughs> yeah. I, I appreciate No, but you want to know if
2: like, if he could have played and they were like, ah, screw
3: it. You so know? He was out there at halftime shooting around, and then it looked like he went back to the locker room for the second half. So I don't know if that had to do with just not wanting to be out there in the bright lights or whatever it was. It was weird, right? He got poked in the eye went to the sideline. They were doing some vision tests on him. It looked like giving him some eye drops, you know, just trying to get him ready. He got right back in the game very quickly, ran up and down about four times. And then he had to get out of the game and just ran to the locker room. That was a weird sequence where he tried to get it out and pretty quickly realized that he was going to be in the locker room for the rest of the half. And then effectively missing the rest of the game there. What do you worry about? Like a, Could he have scratched it? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. But, I mean, whatever. I mean, I think he could. you you could miss a a couple of games. I don't think he's going to lose the eye.
3: Yeah. Uh, Oh, that's good. (laughs) So, uh, it was a weird play. That could have really thrown them off here. Again, you didn't have him last time you were here, and that was a big reason that they lost that in-season tournament game. And uh, they were still able to produce offense. And I felt like, a big thing here, and I know you hated it, John, but they didn't need screening or anything like that. They didn't need actions. They just needed to get into mismatches, getting more the quickly, and take advantage Talk. of them quickly. Because the two things that the Pacers aren't going to do, and I thought Scal was really good with this on the broadcast, they weren't going to send help, and they were going to give up the rim to try to take away the threes. So that's a trap that the Celtics fell into a, a couple times here. And putting up too many threes last time, Remember the just astoundingly low number of free throws they shot in that last game John. I think they ended this game with a pretty respectable number but They
2: ended up with 19 and Indiana got 22 but for a while it was 14-15 I think before Boston shot its first. Yeah. And then then they got that string of them that eight, you know 8 free throws early in the third quarter but they, they only missed made three of them. They missed <laughs> you know, Tatum and Brown each missed two. Um so that was that was it was that was goofy and that continued Horford missed two I think. Uh, well, that was weird. That was just a weird... hasn't it
3: felt like those two guys have missed them all year, too? It's been strange. It's just a weird t- shooting funk. Yeah, Brown's down the 74 from 77 last year, which isn't a huge dive. But Tatum, who's been like living above 80 in his career, is down to I mean, he's down to 81. Or it's not careers. that bad.
2: It's not that bad. He's been an 85 ish guy the last few years, and he's around 81 this year. So each is a small dip, but honestly, I'm not concerned. Um, I like.
3: It's not a concern, it's just you yeah. You notice every once in a while they go up there and split them, and you're just like, Ah, oh, be great to have one or two more of those. I wonder where they this rank in the league. Good, this is a good point, <laughs> yeah. That's uh, I
2: don't know. I mean, Neesmith is a walking foul, you're right. I have no idea how he gets away with that. Uh, we'll get into some Celtics more stuff Frank, in a little bit, eighth yep. in free
3: throw percentage, so yeah, they've been
2: Let's get into a couple more. We might even welcome a special guest onto the show. I got to tell you guys quickly about our our sponsor, FanDuel. And again, NFL play. I mean, NFL game's on right now, but uh, NFL playoffs about to begin, and FanDuel is where you want to be. Get in on the action there. By the way, if you are a Patriots fan uh, in the Tankathon world, you are rooting for the Texans tonight in the strength of schedule battle with <laughs> the Washington Commanders. Wow, okay? you've
3: really looked into
2: this. Yes. there it's Well, there's one critical, critical game. You want the Texans. You want the Bears over Green Bay. You want Denver over Vegas. But the biggest game by far is Atlanta over New Orleans. And right now, there's a, there's a single game difference between the Commanders and the Patriots. If they finish tied, the Patriots would, uh, would win out on the pick uh, in that case because head-to-head is the next tiebreaker, and they lost to them. Uh, the Redskins beat uh, Redskins, the commanders beat them. But these games are the ones that are going to determine whether or not if they do end up tied. And the biggest one is Atlanta, Atlanta, New Orleans. That is a two game swing. Atlanta has to win that game at New Orleans tomorrow. And if they do, the Patriots. What are you get finish, up two? Well, you just you wanna stay ahead, yeah, you wanna stay ahead of the you wanna get ahead of the commanders up to two if you lose. If you lose, I think they're gonna beat the Jets anyway. But anyway, you guys might have your own opinions. And if you wanna get down, head to fanduel.com slash Boston, get 150 in bonus bets when you place a five dollar bet. You don't have to do a thing, just place the bet. Uh and you deposit ten, bet five, bang. That's it. FanDuel.com slash Boston. Sign up today. Get in on the action wherever you can. And again, this is uh, non-withdrawable bonus bets. You can use them to bet. Uh, Check out the website. Different rules and stipulations apply. Uh, But again, definitely want to get in on the uh, Fanduel uh, action here as we head into the playoffs with the official partner of the NFL and the official wagering partner of the CLNS. Who would you bet? Network.
3: Who would you bet right now for the NBA championship, John?
2: I would bet Joe Sway Pavone made a guest appearance and you didn't think he would
1: for the
3: championship. A guest appearance.
2: Wow.
1: Who didn't think that? Bobby?
2: Well, when you're 20 something minutes late, we call it a guest appearance. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, listen, you you neither one of you expect to show up. This assumption that oh it's Saturday night and Jimmy and, and Joe Sway just want me in there. <laughs> He's not gonna show up. So I was like, you know what? I'm not, I'm just gonna show up. And I'm going to surprise these guys, I guess, quote-unquote, surprise them. Like, geez, what's up with this assumption? I don't get it. Well, again, road trip, I understand that, but – So are you,
2: you – know. so, but you were kind of telling us you weren't planning on coming until we said you weren't coming, and then you decided to come?
1: Wait, when did you decide that I was, I was, I was out of it? I didn't
2: know. Like, I thought you were out. You no, twenty no, way, 20 minutes. We are like, he's out. We called it. I don't time know. of death.
1: I don't know what you were saying before I got on last night, but – when you signed off, it was like, you already know, Bobby and I hold it down. And I'm like, wait a minute. it did the assumption. Like, I don't know. It yeah. just cracked me up. But this is the perfect yeah. game for it. And honestly, I thought this one would go down to the wire, even the, even with the way uh, Taylor was going off. Because the way the Celtics were turning the ball over, I was like, <laughs> the Pacers are like two three-pointers away from making this thing a real game. Right? And, it and, felt and, like it would, but it didn't. held them off.
3: So this is how I felt all year, Joe And We were talking about it yesterday. Lately. lately. lately.
1: What do you mean lately. lately? Sorry, not you, Bobby. This guy. <laughs> Go
3: ahead. We were talking about this yesterday, Josue. It was like, are they going to split it? Are they going to sweep this series? And I, you, you're just sitting there saying, like, all right, Pacers have been playing well. They played the Celtics tough. They'll probably split it. You know, the Celtics will slip up here in one of these, and felt like it could have been tonight. Maybe you blow this game. The a weird night. But that's it, John. They just keep taking care of business this year. It feels like we're going to be in the All Star break with less than one handful of games like I said, that really frustrate you. And, and like I said this was Orlando to me. They're like they're not I'm I'm
2: not having this pacer's bullshit.
3: Like and this I, I is really why we hold – Celtics
2: for. Were- this yeah. is
3: why we hold them to a high standard, John, because we see what they're capable of here, especially at full strength and even missing some guys as they were in this game uh, once Porzingis went full down. Full strength, missing yeah. free
2: throws, turning the ball over, uh, and, and uh, losing Porzingis, losing guys to foul trouble, and you're still able to to, to win this game. So this is the
3: expectation. Like I don't want to hear excuses this year. I don't want to care about what happened or who wasn't there or the refs who people were complaining about there in this game or whatever else. This is the best team in the league by far. And well, they yeah, we went had 30-plus point,
1: you know what I mean, scores. Like, th- this is supposed to happen. But you also have to credit guys like Derek White. I mean, he did get into foul trouble, but he made some big plays down the stretch. Al Horford, I thought, uh, was going to have one of those nights where he might put, the, you know, put like four or five threes in. It wasn't quite that, but you got a little bit of both, right? Those key stops, that – Fast break alley oop, you know, like you turn to a point guard there, you know, like seven rebounds. That was great, especially without Chris Daspourzinger. So that was enough. I mean, I'm expecting Halburn to hit a couple of threes just to get everyone else going. But that's just the way they work, especially offensively. On the defensive side, clearly the, the Pacers. That's what you know gets them going, but they didn't have an answer for Jalen, and especially early, you know, I felt like it Jaylen was just one of those good. things where it's like it was a thorn in their side. And they couldn't figure it out. And then all of a sudden, Tatum goes off. And they were just overwhelmed, especially on the defensive side.
3: We didn't mention him, that John. I like backing guys in, too. What's that? We didn't mention him, of course, with you in control here. Jalen was incredible. Oh, you guys didn't talk about Jalen? Oh, man. No, we yeah. spent some time on on Jason. but No, we mid-rangers... started with Tatum.
2: We started with Tatum. But uh, Brown – no, we said we, we did say that they did a really good job just picking the matchup. Like, it was like, you got it, I got it, you got right. it, I got it. Because they don't – they they there's
1: no one on that team that can stay in front of Jalen.
3: Can like, I
2: put the shot chart up? You know, you know what, though, NeSmith gave Tatum the business last time, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like yeah. – and, in fact, during that game, I think, like, you know, a lot of people were like, I don't think the Celtics need to, should keep going to that as if it's a matchup right now because Niesmith was uh, – like I said, getting the better of it, but he was giving him everything he could handle there. It was not a great matchup uh, when they were hunting it over and over and over again last time, but tonight they got whatever they they got whatever they wanted.
3: Look at this, John. All I'm right. gonna throw it up here. Oh yeah, got Oh, that's a, lot a great shot chart. chart charts. That bit. is a beautiful shot. But that shot. was it. Fischer Jalen, Jalen is the best Jalen. Is, I
2: didn't talk about it because I was kind of, you know, doing my little thing where I complained about too many pull-ups from Tatum. And Brown was the opposite. He just went yeah, he just hey. went to the basket. You, you knew it was bad when when Halliburton is like going back to the bench. Like, can
1: somebody help me with him? Like, yeah, you know, I don't like this. <laughs> yeah, this isn't guys. This isn't going to get any better. So we need so to. This think, is like,
3: this is the problem too, John. And we talked about this last I, and night. And just way, we were, I got
2: a I got a particular vibe off of that. I'll tell you what it was after. But go ahead. All right.
3: This is the problem too. We talk about uh, is is Shay passing. Uh, Tatum or is, is Halliburton would you rather have Halliburton than Tatum you know Shea's a good defender but Halliburton just really gives you nothing on that end it's tough when you're not a defensive impact player I think to say you have a case over Tatum because for Jason the, the impact on that end is just too high too consistent and if, you know if you're talking about Halliburton or Trey Young or whoever you want to toss up there, like those guys, just struggle so much on that well, end. Young
2: Young's a legit liability. Halliburton not a flat out liability, but a guy that they could hunt for matchups all yeah. day long, and that's what they did. He's just not. So I, you I know. think
3: you always have to take that in consideration when you're stacking up your best players. But
2: there's no question that's the whole thing. Like with Tatum and Brown, when 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 both of them want to, and defense is a part of their game, it, it, it's the it they. It, they rise up several levels over a lot of these other um, stars here because if you can change a game on the other end of the floor, that's just something a lot of these guys can't do. They can get the buckets, but they can't do that. Like Tatum again, they lost the game, but you know the pivotal moment was when he decides to guard SGA the other day. When you can do that as a superstar, that elevates your status to, to a legit level. And again, and the stats don't matter nearly as much there. And that's what we say about Tatum is it doesn't matter if he's rebounding, uh, you know, finding, you know, finding guys, moving the ball and playing defense. It doesn't matter if he's dropping 23 or 30. It's, it's still great. Like, you know, when he's playing good defense, it's, he's on a different level.
3: Yeah. And you look at the recent yeah, champions too. Uh, you know, you go back to Milwaukee with Giannis or, Even Denver last year, I thought their key in many ways was Jokic reaching a higher level in the defensive end. He's come a long way on that side of the ball uh, to be an impact guy. And, you know, KD, even with the Warriors, I don't think got enough credit for some of the defense he played, especially at center uh, during those years. And, you know, all the way down the line, you're always going to have top tier defense uh, from the best defensive player, from the best player on the team, I feel like, if you're going to be a champion. And, you know, for these teams to have mismatches or have liabilities on that end, it's, it's always going to be a challenge because I feel like it's just such an emphasis in the league now is playing those guys off the floor. And credit to the Celtics for emphasizing it so much. Like, I don't think there's a single thing Joe talks about more, John, than finding the matchup. And they do it routinely. I think Brown, he, you know, I've written about the work he's done in that sense, and he's gotten so good at it, Tatum you know, playing more physically against guys in the lane that are smaller than him. That's changed their games. And, and you know, we can gripe about the three-point attempts from both sometimes, and I do feel like they tick a little too high because of the fact that these guys are so efficient inside the arc. I mean, these are two 70% shooters at the rim. And the frustrating part, I feel like, too, Joe Sway, is that, like, everybody else is missing their layups out there. And it's just, yeah. you know, brutal. For the transition defense, you know, when Holiday's missing one in there with the left hand and, you know, Horford had a miss, you know, hook shot, they try to send him inside a little bit more and he just really doesn't have it around the rim right now. So why was trying to get that floater going sometimes. Yeah, that's true. This team can't miss layups. And that's why, you know, I think people look at Joe and they're like, oh, man, he just wants to shoot the three because it's the analytics and both. I think he looks at his team and says, "These guys can't make friggin' layups. We got to shoot threes or else." Well, they're no, gonna he be looks at he looks like Gary and does
1: that. But yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> like he's always the one to to point out. Well, how many layups do we miss? No one ever asked me about that.
3: So I wonder and, where they rank. I'm gonna look that up quickly. But it's 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 fair. You know,
1: it's fair. It's it's just again, it does it does boil down to the quality of the shot. It's a, a lot of the times what he. What that's his defense, right? When he gets those kind of questions at the uh, you know after a loss, but in this game, it was it was different. Obviously, these guys were efficient. They kept that fifty percent clip all the way until the end.
3: But inside five feet, Bobby, middle of the pack. Yeah, they're not great. They're not terrible. Yeah. And Tatum less than and five feet, so good. They are actually, believe it or not, less than five
2: feet. Sixty-seven percent, fourth, fifth in the league. That's because of the post-up stuff, and I think that's Porzingis a lot too.
3: Yeah, Porzingis, Tatum, Brown—all really good in there. But everybody else, yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: So a bunch of boy Brissett, huh? We didn't get to Brissett, but man, back I think he, has he? Is it over? Has he, <laughs> did he did win it? Mean, he won the spot
3: already. <laughs> did he win it? If
1: Brad calls him tonight, congratulations.
3: He's the final I don't contestant. Think, <laughs> I don't think we talked about it, but Joe Sway—we saw it right there. I think he was guarding. Uh, Clarkson, or I forget who he was guarding, taking him inside, and he just stripped him, dove on the ball, uh, got the Celtics a transition opportunity right when he came in the game last night. And tonight, again, uh, the offensive rebounds, massive, a few nice rim runs. His hands are
2: so strong. When he goes up and he gets a hand on the ball for those rebounds, he rips it. It's really impressive. Yeah. You know, you would get how much how frustrated we'd be with a lot of the, the the tapping, you know, Rob Williams and his tapping. Grab the freaking ball, I mean, you know, like I hated it, You know, yeah. it drives me. Luke there, does there's that a lot too. of what's that there's yes there's been a lot of tapping O'Shea goes up there and he just rips these rebounds down I love it I love love it and like in crowds and then he's got the wherewithal to not like spaz out and try to score he just he's like nope I'm gonna give it to other people now and go back to being O'Shea Brissett which is what you're supposed to do when you're O'Shea Brissett
1: you're right, but how about the uh, – the? uh I call it like a punch block. He was like swinging for people. He was like – obviously it was clean, but it was just – the double blocks
2: on heels with Brown. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. that the was such block. a great team. like, no, no,
1: I got this. Yeah. And then on the other side, fire. you know, he's flexing after the three-point shot uh, against his former team, their crowd. Good for and, him. And I man. agree
2: with this take here. If he were just – and I know Bobby, his track record is better than what he's been shooting here – and you do wonder with more big. minutes with yeah. more minutes if he knows he's playing 12 13 a night and it's his job to take that corner 3 every time he has it open and and he gets up into the 36 37 38 range where he's been in past seasons that's a game changer there cuz then all of a sudden you kind of got your 3 and D option and the guy who can give you the energy and the spark there and I'm more than happy to give him those sparky 10 12 minutes there As long as he's not a zero, zero, zero on offense, but you've seen him finish strong a couple times now. You know, going up and rising up and throwing it down. He had that great and one there. I mean, he's he's on the floor with a not to close, close, but I mean, he's in there in that critical time when the Celtics had uh, widened that lead. He played. Yeah, who's he in there for? Was it Holiday or White? Minutes
3: at that point. Yeah, it was White White? because he
1: picked up his fifth foul.
3: Yeah, so he. he Oh, it was for White at that at the end. He yeah. snuck into the closing lineup there, which was pretty yeah, yeah. impressive. Impressive. So, this is great. And I got, I was so scared, John. You know I love him. That start to the season was just awful. Seventeen percent from the field. I think he was like below ten percent from three. And he just got buried for two, three weeks. And you're like, uh uh-uh, uh, this is you know, this not only could have been the end of his, you know, time in this rotation, but you play like that for a little bit, and you, you know, you're kind of on edge of whether you're still in the league or not. But the Celtics clearly like them. Uh, yeah, they gave him two years, which I think said a lot. He has a player option for the second year, and I know it's the minimum. But it, yeah, you're usually going to give a guy like this one-year deal and see how it goes. But they gave him two, and they put him in the rotation pretty early and often to begin the season. And then they made a concerted effort to go back to him, John. And, you know, I don't think this is a front office that meddles at all, but I am sure they probably went down and were like, hey, you know, let's, let's start to see some of these other guys. And we have seen them, right? Shvi in moments, Lamar had that stretch where a couple of bigs were down, but O'Shea has been the guy who they've really tried to commit to here and make part of this rotation, because I think he gives them things that they need. And, you know, Brad obviously mentioned it yesterday saying that they need a big wing to emerge here. And, It was hard, Josue and I were talking about yesterday, to say it was anyone other than this guy. So I don't know if he has an inside track at it. As you mentioned, John, the shooting's inconsistent here. The switching, I think, in a playoff level intensity, I think could challenge him if some guards pull him out to the perimeter. That's not really his ideal uh, role defensively here, and you wonder how long he'll last out there if guards really start going at him. But offensive rebounding, just – making the right play there was a really nice play a couple uh games ago where he passed up a layup and you know fired out a pass to i think holiday for three so he just looks more comfortable out there as you mentioned john early in the season he looked very knee smithy out there but just how erratic yeah, he was. Spazzy. Yeah. Well, a lot of them did <laughs> in, the in their early yeah, minutes yeah, the first true. the first minutes of banton <clears throat> the first minutes of stevens it's spazzy
2: and, and he Neesmith-y. even said to
3: me like it's yeah. it's hard being out there for one shot you know, one moment where if you screw up at all, you're out of here. Like he said, he worried about getting yanked right out of those games if he made a mistake. But the key for this bench, Joe Sway, and we've talked about how consistent they've been, maybe not the individuals, but it feels like every night overall, they're getting a good game from the bench. They don't have to do a lot. And Brad mentioned that the other day too. Like you're around great players. So just rebound, you know, hit your one or two shots maybe and defend. And that's all you really need to do if you're coming off this bench.
1: Right. But when you're doing things like we talked about last night, right, those those type of, uh, you know, plays where you're, you're leaping for a loose ball in the first quarter. I, I think that stuff stands out as well. You know, Joe Missoula loves that type of stuff. And then when you're able to get rebounds at a high level, how many games does he check in for seven minutes? You know, quick spurts, and he grabs three or four rebounds. Sometimes they're offensive rebounds that create second. You know what
2: those are? They're, not they're, getting slump, from those other guys. they're slump busting plays. That like that's that's the when you're going in a in a in a not a great direction and maybe you're not you're not in a good flow or your shot selection is off or they're just not falling and you get those plays it it's a reset it's just no. a, it's a do over. You know, and it's so great. And that's what he that's what a guy like Brissett has been providing you is yeah, that possession was a friggin' mess, but I just stole us an offensive rebound. Let's do it all over again. And yeah, you, yeah, yeah. it gives you that second life, and it really does help. It's a good bailout at times when things aren't going good, and that's why you need those little energy sparks.
3: They're tense yeah. now in offensive competence. Sure.
2: Yeah. Um, I left this comment up here because I didn't want to talk about it, because this is funny. Every time you do have Gary going in on the three pointers, and Joe says something about the layups. It's it really is as basic as this it's because you expect layups to be hit and they're a higher percentage shot. And that's why you want to take them. But the threes are not. And the question is always maybe you're not as good at it as you think you are. So, like, don't shoot it. If you took yeah. the same formula and applied it to half court shots versus threes and that's the thing, court- right? And they took 40 half-court shots in a game. And Gary was like, Joe, you took a lot of half-court shots and you missed them. He like, we miss a lot of threes too. <laughs> yeah, well, one is harder than the other. And, like, maybe you shouldn't take the harder ones so much. Like, that's kind of the point behind it. So, like, I Joe's philosophy is not wrong. It's just funny that, that the counter is about layups, you know. It's, a, it's just kind of made me think about it. But
3: anyway. Yeah. I also do feel like – yeah, it maybe. has nothing to do with tonight's game
2: either. It's just it's a funny, it's a funny continuous back and forth that goes right. on. You know, it's like
1: there. you took a lot of them, coach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's like fifty or even more. It's happened with Joe meantime. is Joe is not.
2: I'll get to right. the beef with me and Jimmy later, but go ahead, yeah.
3: Yeah, Joey. what was
1: the potato? I did not even want to like
3: look into it. Oh, am just gonna ask John. I'm seeing stuff
1: on Twitter. I'm like, what the
3: wow. Heck? I gotta say, Jimmy so might have pretty- come out on top there. Are you kidding? He, he he relented after the last one. <laughs> no, I'm just talking on – I thought that was sparked by your back and forth last night. but everything Is that Eddie why he was so uh, fiery last
2: night? Jeez, No, he wanted me to uh, – uh, Porzingis was playing, and he kind
1: of went in. Porzingis was and he,
3: playing. And four, he started in on me. He was right about four wins for the Pacers over and the And then box. he got poked
1: in the eye, and everything went the other way.
2: <laughs> yeah, he was like, John's been like, John, Apology, Cam. And then we just started uh, giffing each other. Um, you know.
1: was, he it, also, was it before we got
2: poked in the eye at Porzingis?
3: Oh, wait, it was all day. Jimmy
1: and it I were going yesterday. at it on Twitter
3: yeah, all day. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> he, he got those two things right, John. And I think he also got right that you need to slow this game down a little bit and take control of the pace and not play the up and down Did they play game slow the in the first quarter? I felt like they played in control. Like, no, they you're went not at gonna, him. You're not going to go they down. At was, him. Yeah, but what I'm talking about, and I'm sure Jimmy was too, you don't want to be in the up and down race like they were in that first quarter against Sacramento playing 40 to 38. You want to be piling up stops. You want to be taking control of the game possession wise. And I felt like they did that, you know, even the offensive rebounds and you weren't able to do it with free throws early, certainly. But as the game went on, those were the things I felt like that separated Boston free throws, offensive rebounds and um, the uh, execution in the half court, you know, attacking those mismatches. So uh, it's a fine line right you want to play up tempo obviously you don't want to be in a slog but you don't want to be racing up and down the floor with some of these high-paced teams either as they were with oklahoma city earlier in the week
2: yeah and guys we understand this nobody's we all get it and in fact joe talks about this all the time you miss layups transition the other way. We've seen it a million times. We've complained about it a million times. Tatum or Brown would go in wildly f- foul hunting, miss a layup, Complain. which complain foul hunting, <laughs> transition the other way, the other team hits a three, that's a bad shot. You see them kicking it out and passing up those shots a ton more. So we're not complaining. We understand the analytics. I totally understand Joe's philosophy behind it. His philosophy is right, actually, and it makes a ton of sense. Uh, you know, So w- nobody's arguing it. It's just a funny c- constant set, back and forth. We When gone- they become overly reliant on it, You know, you're going to have members of the media who are like, so that's it. That's all we do. That's all you guys do. Just shoot the threes.
3: Yeah. We've said it going back <laughs> to last year. His philosophies are all sound, but you can't take anything to the extreme. And, They're all sound. It's, yeah. And you need to adjust in certain situations, Josue. Like they are very rigid sometimes with how they approach games, how they approach offense, and how they want certain guys playing like there isn't a lot of variance with them night to night in terms of how they go about things. And I feel like Joe's getting a little better with that this year. Um, I know Matt Moore brought it up on um, you know, the hardwood paroxysm there. Who's always kind of going at the Celtics and nitpicking them. But I thought he was right in that he's interested to see his biggest concern with this team is Joe in a tit for tat with another coach in a series Because I feel like that was a problem last postseason. Quinn Snyder really challenged him round one. Even Doc and the Sixers seemed a little ahead of him at times with some of the stuff they were doing in that series. And then certainly Spolstra uh, had his number there in the East Finals. So adjustments are key in the playoffs. And Joe doesn't seem to love to adjust what they're doing. And, and yeah, but he's even, done that
1: in a big way this year, though, Bob, because yeah. of the things you just said, like the, the defense is like he's all about it now. I mean, he's still the same. His, his philosophy hasn't wavered in a sense of how he executes offensively and all that. But he's he's got these guys, you know, breaking out the zone every once in a while, you know, keeping them on their heels. He just kind of throwing things at them to make sure that they're always ready for anything, essentially.
3: Yeah, he has counters this year, which I think are good. Um, even just right, guys, right.
1: gotta ways to shake things up
3: they got the double big look they got different ball handlers you know, right. different sets they can even get to I- I'm glad he's acknowledged in many ways John I think some of the ways he felt short last year you know mentioning that he never felt like he had to talk about defense to these guys he thought that was just a given feeling like he didn't have counters on that end of the court curveballs as he put it
1: it, but isn't it interesting To hear him say that Considering what we heard Hardy say yesterday You know Like um, He kind of felt like the Everything was already set up The, the way the, the system was already in place The way may had it And all that And and It wasn't a whole lot of Like oh We gotta change this Or we gotta change that And they talked about The historic The historic aspect Of the Celtics And the franchise And all that It's interesting because it, All that kind of changes Because Missoula went through it All the way to the Almost the NBA finals And I feel like it's good that he realized you have to have sort of these curveballs to throw at teams, and you got to make sure your team's on on the same page because you run into a team like the Miami Heat with Spolstra or the way the series lasted against the Atlanta Hawks, and a really coach a really good coach in Quinn Snyder. And you never know a series could go longer than you than you wanted, or than anyone anticipated, and then anyone can win that game seven. So,
3: how do you feel about Joe in the playoffs this year, John? Who? yeah the playoffs
2: I don't know honestly i i i think Joe the one thing that you guys were talking about, you know especially regarding the you know kind of admitting well i thought that i thought this went without saying, and I didn't emphasize that, and I wish we talked about that is i think he like though he's like not quick to admit it in post game comments which I don't give a crap about because again, I don't think that's indicative of what's going on behind the scenes and what matters to the players. Um, it's fun to like poke at, but it doesn't really <laughs> matter. I, But I, you know, I think he learned uh, things and I think he is evolving and adapting. And that's probably the most important thing about a coach. I mean, we are, you know, maybe He's open-minded we're, we're 24 hours or, you know, a little more away from, you know, arguably the greatest coach all time <laughs> being let go because of his inability to adapt and to change and to uh you know, accept outside help or look in the mirror or do whatever. Um, so yeah, it's super important to do that, you know? And I think going back again to the rigidity of a philosophy, you know, do this and it just, just this, you know, like how many times after games is he, you know, People get on us in the chat for, like, being nitpicky and critical after games. How many times last year after wins, Joe would be like, yeah, we, we won, but I really don't like how few threes we shot. And we were like, is this guy serious? You know, like, I just don't think he's as <laughs> like some
3: weird stuff last year. Oh, yeah.
2: yeah. I, you know, so I think he was just – he was really, really, really locked in to making sure that what he wanted done was the thing that they were doing without really kind of stepping back and looking at the bigger picture. And I think he's doing a better job. And I think he has, as you said, mixing it up on D, giving different looks, making some in-game adjustments. You know, I know people are quick on it, but, like, I'm definitely, you know, for somebody who was – if you if we went into the season with the top question marks being how's Jalen going to fit in on the offense uh-huh. and – you know, how do you feel about Joe in year two? I'm no longer at all concerned about the the Brown thing in the least. And the Missoula thing, you feel a good bit better than you did at the beginning of the year, wouldn't you say? Playoffs is a different animal. But like, you know, at least throughout, you know, through the first 35 games or so, you definitely, I think he's allayed some of those concerns, don't you?
3: Absolutely. Definitely. And you have yeah. buy-in. We talked about that last night. Everybody across the board here trusts what they're doing. And even if it doesn't go their way on any given night, he's in a good position to bounce back uh, the following night. And, you know, the one guy I still look at here, and, and you know, I want to talk about his game tonight a little bit, just because I still, I I don't know how, I felt this way from the start, John, and you think I hate him. I don't. I just feel weird about where he's at on this team sometimes, especially on the offensive end, and it's Drew Holiday. Like, what? Where does he fit in on this offense? They don't utilize him as a ball handler often. He hasn't finished well. He tries to go that little bang-bang play against guys in the post, and he's missed that quite a bit too. He's shooting well from three, but he doesn't shoot a ton of them. You know, tonight off at one for five. The rebounding's incredible, and that's why I'm not – With Holiday? Yeah, I'm not concerned because even those offensive rebounds alone are so huge from him. But I just so, feel like they can involve him a little bit more smoothly. Here's the, the thing: a
2: somebody's term. gotta, somebody's gotta be sacrificed, right? Like, yeah, what, it's what, White, and it's him you know, every what?
3: night. I feel like
2: White said it. White even said it recently. I can't remember when it was, but White, White said, "I, I gotta, I gotta give tip my hat to Holiday because basically he's taken a backseat and allowed me to be more offensive here. I mean, he's really." Does not have a role in the offense. It's take take it when it's there. Every once space, in a while, look to create, yeah. create that space, facilitate,
3: and and if you know, probably screen, get weaker guys on Jalen. And I get it. It's just man, but that's kind of he's be definitely
2: the guy that they're not worried about. Like no matter what, like you can watch any game and be like, wow they got to do a better job getting it to uh, Brown. Uh, they they get, How is Tatum only taking th- two shots, three shots, and it's the middle of the second quarter? Why did they stop going to Porzingis? He was so effective in the first quarter. No matter what, it always feels like you're shorting one of the big three guys in terms of touches because they can take advantage of a matchup where they were playing so well and, you know, so there's just no room for forcing it into holiday. It just has to happen organically, I think. And so it's always going to be a little goofy for him because all of those other guys are playing at such a high level offensively and then White's been awesome.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't think that's a bad thing. If you look across the the starting five, I mean, if 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 he was hurting them, I would say, okay, yeah, we should have more of a conversation about that. But I'm not worried about it. And honestly, I think he's due. I also think Al Horford's do. Um, I just think the, those are the kind of guys that uh, their offense is going to it's gonna rea- reappear when people least expect it. And I think with Drew Holiday, he he keeps himself sort of like in the mix because he has to guard some of the uh, tougher guards on the other end. And I, I think a lot of the times where uh, he wants to settle down the offense when things are getting too hectic, and he's done a good job with that. And the rebounding, yeah, for sure. He's, he's literally – He is Uh, one of the top rebounders. It creates so many, uh, you know, extra opportunities for guys when he's doing that.
3: He's uncanny as a rebounder. Every night he has a big one. It feels like so. I'm not worried. It's just, it's just something I keep. It's not a worry.
2: It's not. It's just ultimately, I think he's the sacrificial lamb of this of this offense. So he's going to do every other thing and draw the tough defensive assignment and just be kind of that glue guy. And it's fine. Like he just does it. And I mean, look at him. He went from with Middleton being off you know, re- with the Bucs or Hurt last year, he was legit second offense who had to look for his second offensive option who had to look to score quite a bit last mm-hmm. year for the Bucks team to be successful.
3: And that took and away now, from his defense.
2: And And now he's undeniably the fifth option. Like, undeniably the fifth option. So it's just it's yeah, I I have no concern with it. I, I, I've said it earlier in the year and somebody asked me on Twitter, like, how do you think? I think it's a little bit of a mixed bag. I'd like to see him offensively just shoot a little better at the rim when he does go there, but otherwise that's about it. The rest of it is just simply a, like a give the game what it needs sort of situation. I said earlier in the year, I, I can go, I can watch an entire game come away from it thinking like holiday has been great. Uh, and then look at the box score and just be shocked. I'm like, Fourteen, huh? Eight? Only eight? Whoa, three for nine. I, he didn't shoot that well. It doesn't yeah. register to me. It doesn't seem to impact. His stat line never seems to really be a measure of what he actually did when he's out there. I, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm looking at it through rose-colored glasses because I'm such a holiday fan. I, that's just how I feel w- with it every time Every time I watch him. I, I look at the box score and I'm like, ah, I didn't even realize he was doing that well or not or not well.
3: Yeah, no, the rebounds and assists especially, those those catch you off guard sometimes. And there's no doubt the Bucks miss them. I mean, you look at what's going on to their defense this year, and not much has changed other than subbing out him for Lloyd. And Celtics, Yeah, you know, I know they floated around number two last year, two all season, finished there. But this feels like a different level that they're playing at on that end this year, a different level of consistency at least. And I think yeah. a big part is – they handed him the keys, you know. I wrote earlier this season that for the first time in his career, which is amazing, he's running the defense. He's calling everything out there. He's deciding when they go to the zones and the passes awesome. and all that. So yeah, he's embracing I think he's that. Awesome. And you know, some guys love defense. I feel like he's thrilled with that role, and he really is being around him, John. A guy who just is like, "Oh, I didn't. I scored eight tonight. Like, oh, well, I don't. I don't care. Like, that's just kind of his personality." Again, it's funny to be around because a lot of these guys do have an ego and they do, you know, look at the stats and, you know, get a little worried about how they're playing. He's like, I don't care. We won. (laughs) People,
2: People are asking for an update on Porzingis. The update on Porzingis is there is no update on Porzingis. I knew it. Um, that? but Joe said, maybe I'll have something a little bit later. I Joe also got very, I love pushy. Joe,
3: but I can't stand when he does. That. <laughs> I'll
2: tell you though. It's not just Joe, man. It's I not mean, just Joe. The, I know. Hockey, in, in the hockey world, you just find out which like hemisphere of the body, the injury is it's upper body or lower body injury. And that's it. And good luck. Bella, Bel- you could have your leg amputated and Belichick will call you day to day. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it it doesn't matter. Uh, there was a press conference
3: that. a handful of games ago, pregame, where like everybody was questionable. It was that big rest night? I forget what game it was, but we we just rattled through all the players, and Joe just looked over to PR and was like, "Are they in?" Yeah, they were, yeah. He did he did it yesterday, and it was already announced that he was out. I'm like, and that's his go to answer with injuries. Is, I don't know. I, don't I know. haven't talked to him. It's like. You're the only guy we can talk to about this. Please just give us a little something.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was uh Al. Yeah, the team had had just announced it,
2: and he still looked at uh, PR. You got little, little Jimmy's lurking in the chat here. I think he's stacking up some toilet paper. Um, little Jimmy, setting up, <laughs> set set set. I set didn't know that was, was might, a, that. was him. He or might that, get on the probably. show. He might be a little. He might be a little. Jimmy yeah. though, Bruins game? Did The
3: Bruins win. He, he might be. Oh, a to do That's right. Oh, yeah, he might be. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'd have to imagine. So they <laughs> won seven up. three over the Lightning. That's awesome. Yeah,
2: it was a good one. I was in the North End a little bit tonight. It's it's just friggin' madness there. Uh, prior to the game, I for, I kind of forgot there was a game. At, Ooh, you know, for us getting bit. ready for the storm, North End must have been a mess. Uh, it was just jammed, you know. I, yeah. It's funny. I used to I used to be in there three times a week when I lived in the city, and now I go in there. I'm like, these streets are so narrow, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. how does anybody week. park here? Yeah, it's terrible. It's <laughs>
1: interesting.
2: Yeah, no, I, went, I went in with my daughter. We went to get some pizza and some uh, some some baked stuff after after the after her, her 33 to 11 victory today. Sparks Ooh. defeat Sparks defeat the Wings. You're the coach, right? One. Yep.
1: Damn blowout! Did you keep all They're the stars?
2: They're coming together.
1: They're coming together. I kept all the stars. at the end.
2: No, I told them though. I told them <laughs> if they get a bucket, uh, if they free somebody off a screen, um, and that person springs free and gets a bucket, they they get they get baked goods uh, for the next practice, <laughs> and they and and they friggin' did it, and they intent, did it. How intense are you? Do you do you got the clipboard? Not at all. It's play? a it's very relaxed, very relaxed. <laughs> you don't draw
1: plays. Go on never them, never never full court
2: press just throw everybody up never never it's b- very basic very I, as the season goes on try to incorporate a little more i have 3 plays but they're really just basic sets and they can't they can't get them right even in practice so we don't even try them in the game <laughs> uh, all, all the only thing is like whoever brings it up pass and move like just yeah. pass and cut or go, or go yeah. set a screen that's it just move around a little bit but that's they're you know, yeah. don't just stand
1: there. Pass, move. Yeah, it's always start. Pass
2: and move. That's that's yeah. that's what we're trying to do. You know, <laughs> but it was great. They sprung, they sprung, they sprung. You know, one of the guards for it. Double screen. Bang, bang. She goes around oh, the corner. It's a layup. Place explodes. I gotta, I, I gotta do some bacon on Thursday.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Bobby, we gotta. Uh, you you mentioned last week uh, the north end. We gotta, we gotta go. We gotta grab a pie out there. It's been a while.
3: I'm loving Regina.
2: I, I we originally. went and got Regina to go and and uh, went to Bovas and got some stuff as well. For
1: people out there, and I'm I'm sure for people who, people who've heard this message are going to be like, yeah, yeah. But people out there who haven't. Like, it, there's a difference. Like, if you go to the one in the north end, like it's just that it's it's the one. I, I, know, I know it's it. small. You're gonna you're gonna wait in line for maybe 15 minutes, <sighs>
2: maybe on a good day. Regina on work. a Bruins night, on a Bruins or Celtics night, is a line. Uh, oh, a, a oh, ride. don't yeah, maybe not. Don't don't do that but yeah pick a
1: night where the, the, there's not a, a game actually
2: definitely don't go on nice. those busy nights cuz they get sloppy with their pies and you get in there and the slices are one slices like this you know and the other oh, one's like really on other to be,
3: I've noticed yeah. too and it's my favorite they have always been my favorite but they really need to be well done oh god damn it <laughs> let's go let's go yeah oh a- there he is he's back
0: yeah, I be a- careful I-
1: so I, I wasn't going to come
0: on. I wasn't going to come I am going
2: to be so quick on this trigger. I, I wasn't going to come he on. And no, he's he off. I can't, on <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> can't do it. can't
0: do it. I wasn't going to come on until John. Oh, we got little Jimmy in the chat. Yeah, I'm in <laughs> the chat. Yeah, I'm in the chat. <laughs> I'm downstairs on the chat. I knew it was, oh, he, he, did, he did. me did. up. He yeah,
1: was going to me up.
0: Oh, he had the worst. He had the worst takes Imaginable leading up to, it. I almost had to he jump did. on just to get him off. I'm air. glad you're
3: holding him accountable, Jimmy.
0: I am. A, somebody has to. I mean, Bobby, he was wrong just about in every single word he, he said went on for last 3. night's show. Absolutely went over three. This guy's fake news. Xanus is what we're going to start calling him. You can't trust the guy anymore. You absolutely, can't. I just took the worst walk of my life from the TD Garden back to my place. It's sleeting out. It's like. 33 oh, and a half tough. degrees it's just cold yeah. enough where it's not snow and so i'm all wet i'm miserable and i got john chirping me not to mention <laughs> did
1: you have us going in your headphones the meme god
0: what? today the 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 gif the gift king on twitter john is today yeah non-stop
2: so take yeah, us through fun. it what, what was what, that, that was
0: fu- that was fun i what's, don't know what's the uh <laughs> What's the trade drew talk? I only caught half
2: nobody. I don't know where you got involved.
0: No, in that.
1: people in the comment section would know. People in the comment section were saying that, but that's not he what we're saying. It. We're just pointing people out in the uh,
2: comments, think Bobby
1: hates
0: has, Bobby has said basically that he's not a Drew Holiday fan <laughs> on many occasions. It's so,
3: John, John gets to critique Tatum and Brown every night, but he doesn't hate them. But I, I say a thing or two here about Drew, and I'm a Drew hate. I love John. Drew. No, John does hate them, actually. That's oh, where you're rats, we are wrong. <laughs> That's what you're wrong, Bobby. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think he's on record many times. Can I
2: get two new stars, please?
0: <laughs> yeah. Bobby, I don't know if you've heard or if you've seen. Every week he sends us an updated list of players better than these guys. So.
3: He would have traded he would have traded Jalen years ago, but Can not. Can you get SJA
2: and Edwards
0: in here, please? Yeah. <laughs> i will give him this
3: wait I, I was gonna say that
1: one text though about the um, if if um like if Jalen didn't reset what was the john my memory we'll, we'll go after jimmy sorry go ahead jimmy no
0: no no. All i right. was gonna say the one thing i'll give john credit for is he did want hallie burton like three years ago when yeah, he was yeah. on when he was on san antonio so i'll give him credit for that but that's it, it that's ends, the, only was the domino it effect there. that you, that that you were talking about john you remember it ends right there which thing just way.
1: It was like the domino effect. You were like, if this doesn't happen, then uh, what was it like? Oh, damn it! What was it? It was All
2: like right. Jalen like wouldn't have resigned or something, or like no, they would have had, to, they would have been forced to trade him. I know. I said SJA, Jimmy. Apology, Kim. It's SGA, but I was hoping it would slide. SGA. Somebody caught me. Yeah. Oh, good. SJA.
0: Well,
3: it's interesting because they've one. obviously they've obviously made some. It. I heard SGA. They've obviously made my, some it was just it, was just. it like was a slur. <laughs> <laughs> it's the
2: equivalent
0: of a slur. Yeah. Hey, Jimmy, apologize for. For what? <laughs> apologize for what?
2: <laughs> kings, not Spurs, <laughs> idiot. I said kings. No, you said Spurs. I said Spurs. Yeah, oh, I think you were thinking you about Dejounte Murray, who I was also
0: thinking would be a guy that they could trade for. But anyway, go ahead. You know what, Dejounte Murray has really,
3: in my opinion, gone kind of backwards. Yeah, I thought oh, yeah. He was, be so awesome. there's some there's some trade buzz going around. I think this is probably a good time to bring it up nothing Celtics related. The only uh, nugget the house, he- or in general. Yeah, Hawks are big right now. They're really falling apart. Yeah, yeah shake that up. They're the only Celtics Nugget. Well, Bobby, in didn't you hear John
0: crowned him a top five team of all time yesterday on the show? It's a top five offense of all time. He said.
2: About yeah, well, I didn't crown them. They're just this, these stupid <laughs> stats that people keep. You know,
0: darn those numbers. Yeah, well, you. It's not. It's not about. It's all. It doesn't paint the whole picture, because it's they're a product of, the lack of. I guess focus on defense is uh, going around in the league. Um,
2: where's the Boomer Cam? Bobby,
0: <laughs> so hit me with it. What did we talk about last night? On last night's show, we said the Celtics are going to win this game by clamping down on defense. Boomer Cam, slowing the Pacers down, not get trying the to get to the free go, throw line. Getting to the free, even though they missed a bunch tonight. It looks they like. they didn't
2: get to the free throw line, and the Pacers weren't slowing down. Did they did get to the free throw
0: line; they just they, didn't hit them.
2: Eventually, they no, they didn't get. They didn't get it.
0: They had did didn't have any free
2: throws in the first half, Jimmy. They, and, and I the didn't Pacers see the game. shot, oh, they played uh. four quarters. <laughs> and the Pacers missed all. The Pacers just missed every shot. They were flying
0: up and down, they just missed them all. Is it that simple? <laughs> it's never in that. In the time. first really half it was
2: that simple. The Pacers met when one for it, they missed every shot. And let me get
0: second
3: half.
2: Second half turned into the iso iso ball matchup thing. That that much more so. Then they in went the into. Quarter,
3: they really and more the in the defense. fourth. And the
2: third was a slop fest because Tatum and White both sat out, and they were just holding on for their for their lives. So things slowed down because three quarters of, of their starting three fifths of their starting lineup was out because Porzingis went out. So the third quarter was a th- was just hang on for dear life. And then the fourth quarter was just Tatum and Brown just cooking everybody. They uh you know they had on them. I mean Tatum yeah. did it all night. Tatum did it all night.
3: This Pacers team's going to add a wing, it feels like. Uh, They barely missed OG Ananobi before the Knicks got him. according to the reports. Uh, You're seeing Kuzma float around a little bit with them, and Siakam's been connected to them for a long time. So they obviously play on Monday. They play again at the end of the month, so maybe those changes don't come until the Celtics never see them again until the playoffs. But this roster has to change for Indiana, I think, and I think it will. Uh, if they get aggressive enough here, but we'll see. They they haven't been the most aggressive team trade wise over the years. They've only done the slam dunks like, yeah. you know, getting Oladipo for whatever they gave up back then, and uh, you know, Halliburton didn't cost any picks. It was just a Sabonis contract that they were already looking to move out there. So, yeah. Jimmy,
2: how okay, was the? Okay, fine. Awesome, oh wait, Josue's oh.
3: got it. Josue's got it. Josue's
2: got it. Oh, got it.
1: All right, let, let him cook. let him cook. You said, imagine if this team didn't make any trades, bought out Kemba, oh, held yeah. on to Bain, that whole thing. It's interesting when you when you put it that way. I mean, all, all that stuff would have been hard to to predict.
3: So the Bane yeah. thing's interesting
1: because they you didn't. Added, it. Added, hold on. Took, took Maxi over Neesmith and uh, Segun. Draft
2: drafted uh, Segun. Yeah, and, and because, because you hadn't traded that pick away to get off of Kemba. It's right, but then, but then like you said here, no Al, no KP, no Drew.
1: Like
3: you've always things. loved those scenarios, John. They'd be in a worse spot. I don't think there's no, any it's it could, No, it's just interesting. Yeah, I don't think he meant it could be the worst spot. It's just because interesting to
2: think about In it. many cases, it's how you wanted it to go. You wanted to draft young players. Like, you didn't want to draft Neesmith. You wanted to draft a Maxi. But then you'd be in a position where you've got to, you would have had to decide right. on – Am I maxing out Brown with 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 Maxi coming about two years later, or do I get off? Because how many teams run into that? Like I got to get off one of these contracts of if trail, I'm going to hold yeah. off to another, and then you start to splinter in a million different directions. So the team would have looked totally different. We we're just talking about it, like looking at because Sengun put up another massive stat line, and every time I look at it, I'm like, man, you know, like I mean,
1: what if I mean, right? Sengun yeah. in yeah. the I mean, All Star awesome. voting
0: too. He's got a lot of fans. Who Sengin oh, Yeah, he's a, a fan, fan, fan favorite over there in Houston. He's, He's like 7th awesome. or 8th well, in the All-Star voting on the Western Conference side.
3: Yeah. Obviously, I'm sure Turkey's backing them, but they're the big team in uh in China too, Houston. So true. I'm sure they still have a ton of fans there. Yeah. Jimmy, tell us about the Bruins.
0: Bruins was awesome, man. So I, I share season tickets with like five buddies. So I go to like five or six games a year, and we sit yeah. up in the balcony where the true fans are. But one of my buddies, who I share tickets with, won like amazing seats – in like a silent auction he didn't win them but he like paid more than anybody else so it's so fact that we won them and apparently the entire, entire row just did, didn't have anybody sitting in the seat so end of the first period he's like hey come on down so me and my dad went down and we had we literally had see i'll show you guys i'll show you guys how good these seats were hold on here we go i don't think there's a better seat in the house besides this Besides this monster in front of me, oh, I, couldn't, I couldn't see half the game because this this guy's dome in front of me. But other than that,
3: <laughs> I mean, I had hey, he uh, might be watching right now. That's <laughs> such a hockey fan dome. <laughs> like, this guys, guy, like, this
0: guy could yeah. eat Pasternak. For anyways, we had, we were like, I mean, look at we're like literally center ice, first row, club seats. So it was a good time. The Bruins scored seven goals. They had an empty netter, and then they scored again after the empty netter. With the goalie,
2: so. Can I tell you something funny? Four people in the chat called me a, an idiot for how I pronounce Sengun, and each one of them told me to pronounce it
0: differently.
3: <laughs> I don't
2: know how to pronounce it either. I was just copying it. It's Sengun. Sengun. Sengun.
0: Hey, what did I say? I said Sengun? Sengun? Look, it's Sengun, Shangun. It's like, everybody's so like, you idiot. Sengun? Sengun? I was close to
3: Sengun. You made me feel insecure about I was like,
0: shit. I'll tell you what. It should be Sengen. That sounds a lot better than Shengoon. So he should <laughs> I did I mean you should do us a we're doing him a favor by calling him by Sangoon or Sengin. I
2: it. said Shengan. <laughs> I didn't say Sengin or Tyler
0: Sagan. But everyone here is telling <laughs> me it's <laughs> Sean think Goon. I said, I, I said <laughs> Shengun. It's not <laughs> Sean Goon. I think it's Crab <laughs> Rangoon. <laughs>
1: I, watch, I watch a handful of Rockets games. That's how they say it. That's how the telecasts say it. I was like, oh. It's Beef Chow it, right. Foon. All right, all right. Yeah.
3: No, I get it. I mean, you know, yeah, you know, Everybody what? has a different one here, but it's Schengen. We still
2: don't know how to pronounce uh, Rondo's first name, okay?
3: It's
0: Keta. Keta. It's not Keta. It's Keta. It is
3: Keta.
0: Well, Keta. I think if you pronounce it the way he pronounces it's it. it you might yeah,
3: it's it's, it's Bob Saget.
1: <laughs> someone said it's kevin jelly
2: <laughs> kevin, kevin, kevin
1: jelly, jelly. oh that, that, that's a deep cut that's a deep cut a
3: yeah, that's a that's a fan right there he's a, he's a great is, member appreciate he's you. Jelly. how about herman it's gomez that's thrown herman away G- back.
0: gomez is real deep cut if anyone knows now <laughs> that. that was like mid bubble
3: <laughs> no someone literally popped in the chat and said play herman, H-E-R-M-A-N Gomez, as if it was two names. It was his last yeah. name, and they yeah. separated into a first and last name. That's the backstory. I, lo-
2: I love the Herman Gomez. And, and again, it, it was Kevin Jelly, and then for some, someone put up uh, this one, which killed Calvin me. Jell- the Jell- Calvin Jelly. Jell- Jell-
0: <laughs> Jell- <laughs> Does anybody in the chat know who Hot Guy is? Does anyone know who Hot Guy is? That's what I want to know. You guys Hot are, Guy or Hot Guy? You tell You tell me. <laughs> you tell me. <laughs>
1: Just the way you're saying it with the big Somalia phrase. I think everyone was, I,
0: I sat there for five minutes wondering who, who the hell we were talking about. Like was that what, what superhero is hot guy?
3: Was that when we were coming up with last names cause of Cantor? We
0: coming up with no superheroes that like remember Grant Williams was, oh, at, yeah, was yeah, uh, yeah Batman or whatever.
1: Yeah. So Jimmy yeah, gets on he, his phone he's just like, look at the so it. Way, John, like, Why went character John went that guy? nerd mode.
0: John went full nerd mode. mode and started, started naming each Celtic yeah, player. He started bringing down some like,
1: like Marvel characters. I didn't yeah. even heard of like, And
0: what? he was like, Pritchard's hot guy. I'm like, "Hot?" Okay, I, yeah. he's like, yeah, Pritchard's totally hot guy. Hot, like he's just totally hot guy. And I thought, Hold he, was, on.
3: I thought with... he was
0: saying hot guy, but he was saying Hawkeye. Like, <laughs> Like hot what's guy. what's
3: the point of this podcast?
0: Like, right, what the is the guy. point of
2: this podcast, guys? When we get to the one thirteen mark and Drunk Jimmy's on here, I'm not even we're drunk. Done. <laughs> I know we are. We're done. When Jimmy's got three buttons down, we
0: are done game, with talking basketball. The post game was an hour ago. <laughs> we go one more. I got room for one more.
1: Yeah, it's not even drunk. It's like it's just high energy, man. Since last night, high I love energy. it. I'm here for it, man. You guys it's saw the picture. Fun. I was
0: drinking a Mick Ultra. There's barely any uh, alcohol content. Those,
2: yeah. <laughs> it's
1: chowda
0: Chowder! chow dare.
1: John's Bobby in his pies. It's a Simpsons.
0: Boys, thing. There's this is
3: a, this is a good one. Boy's soul. This is a always sunny in Philadelphia joke. Great joke. Well, they're uh they're playing again Monday, John. You expect anything different? Bobby's trying to rein it in. Bobby's yeah. trying to rein it in. <laughs> <laughs> That's, <a plastic laughs> point. That's probably yeah. for the best,
0: yeah. <laughs>
2: For the best, are no, you I, again, anything, Bobby? I told you. If they make is, shots, is John's? This is Orlando say, yeah. part two. I don't even think the Celtics gave them their best tonight. I think it's or Orlando part two. Assuming Porzingis is back, I think they beat him. I think I think they beat him again. I think they. I, I think they show them like we're a, a much better team than you. Uh, and I think that that's the point of these two games. And I think that's what they wanted to do to Orlando. And I think that's what they're going to do here.
3: That'd be huge. Like I said, I I wasn't expecting that going in. Yeah, like guys, there's
2: one or two teams that might beat us this year. You're not one of them. Like, that's the message here.
0: Yeah. So it's definitely facts, my dog. Did John you apologize for for completely for everything? Writing off the Porzingis playing tonight?
2: Well, didn't we? Didn't
0: we all agree that that was likely going to happen? Oh, I didn't go back check the tapes. I said, "Well, who, oh,
2: maybe, maybe he won't." Maybe. Said, okay. Maybe. Way, to, way, to, way to go out on a limb, Jimmy.
0: I was surprised by that one. <laughs> Point for me. That, that's how the Twitter Same. storm. That's how the Twitter storm. That's started. how it began. <laughs> I, gift gift. Bobby tweeted that Porzingis was playing, and I said, "Another L for John. He's down bad." Yeah. Then John went. John went full rage mode. He started, Are you
2: ready for a gif off?
0: Yeah,
2: It wasn't a riff off. We had a gif off today.
0: That's how people fight in 2024. They just <laughs> gif each other back and forth. Gift,
1: yeah. We yeah, You're not lying.
2: A little gif slap fight on Twitter.
1: Yeah. Like especially yeah. like celebrities and stuff. That's what they do. That's what they do, yeah.
0: Oh yeah. You see me you see me on the interwebs, you best come correct don't at me bro no, don't, don't at me
2: <laughs> it, was it was fun I was laughing to myself in the kitchen I, was, and the Laura, la- I like, don't even
0: know where you got the last one that, me one neither, that
2: was gold I stopped I, after that, I, was like,
0: <laughs> I didn't even respond I was like got me I was
2: laughing at myself, and Laura's like, what's your problem? I'm who like, like, ah, I'm like who's the my friend who's and I, Jimmy. She's like, who? I was like, Jimmy from the show. We're just gifing at each other. He's
0: like, John, I'm leaving you. She's like, I know, it's just Jimmy. It's
2: Jimmy. But hold on. Like, well, i got with the kids right now. It's the guy with toilet paper. Hold on. <laughs>
1: They hate that, though. Like, They're significant others. Right? Like, they hate that. Like, if it's a, if you're cracking up you. and they didn't put that smile on your face, like, what? What? What is so you're funny? Like, Why are you so, so happy right yeah, now?
0: Yeah, you're so annoying. <laughs> yeah. Up, I'm uh, loving who's, this. Who's the person who uploads gifts, Especially, like, that one. It's like, yeah, somebody will use this. It's like a midget <laughs> running with toilet paper.
2: Yeah. Everyone's like, poor Bobby's like, I don't want to be on this show
0: This anymore. is the show where Bobby's like...
3: No, no, I'm good. It's, it's Career it's, choices. It's, it's it's Jimmy. It's when we're at the garden at midnight, and you're like, "Let's keep it
1: going." Let's talk about nougat.
3: Let's
1: talk about nougat real quick for
3: <laughs> 20 minutes. Another hour on the Patriots.
1: I think I think we mentioned every single candy that is, that includes nougat that's ever been distributed.
3: Like, oh my god! Last well, night at least I in the would, U.S. I wasn't happy last night, Jimmy, when you were like, it's only 11 o'clock. <laughs> that was kind of awesome, though. It
0: was awesome, yeah. Typically, it'd be like midnight. And it it was,
1: but so and and we didn't go too late, so it, was, it worked out. I'm 50%
2: yeah. in it, on going to the Pats. It spot. was the candy conversation where Bobby's like, boop. <laughs>
3: see how I think you he, mentioned you
1: mentioned one or two like, and that was it you were done you were it's like, so
2: funny when, when Bobby's like the obvious adult in the room he's like these fucking yeah. kids he's <laughs> like, well,
0: like here's another reel I can't use <laughs> <laughs> can't to get
2: out of here once and for all
0: <laughs> escape yeah. these buffoons oh well, this one's gonna come back to haunt me <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> I can't use
3: this for the, the candy <laughs> one was tough. The candy one was tough. The candy tough, one was tough. No, when I'm when I'm
2: here, I'll I was sit here it. all night.
3: Yeah.
0: All
2: right, Jimmy. Anything else you want to you want
0: to? No. Wanna, I mean, listen. You want to attach, at you? said? Usually, I pour over the, the the footage before I jump on these shows, but I didn't get to see this game <laughs> tonight, so I don't
3: I think have you a lot like to add. I think you would have liked it, Jimmy. It was it was good stuff. Yeah,
0: I checked the box scores, but. That was about it. You yeah. can get them Monday. All right. You're back Monday, uh, right? Yeah, Pats tomorrow. No, Two, I'm Pat two Manda, Pats I'm
2: predictions. Pats Go. Two Pats predictions. Do they win tomorrow? Um, and is Bill the coach uh, on
0: Tuesday? I think they win tomorrow because the Jets are yes that bad. No. I think the Pats I, yes or no. I think it's Who's yes, yes. Backs, I don't I don't think the Pats do Bill on Black Monday. I don't think it happens that way on Black Monday. <laughs>
1: He deserves
0: deserves a little bit more than the Black Monday treatment. I think, like, the whiff coaches, the ones who are, you know, no names and who really deserve – like, if the Bills lose tomorrow, I think that dude probably gets Black Monday'd, their head coach. Who won tonight? Did the Pittsburgh Steelers win or did the Ravens win?
2: Uh, The the Steelers won.
0: Oh, okay. So, I think – the Bills have to win tomorrow, right? Or they miss the playoffs. Oh, if the Jaguars win and the Bills lose, I think the Bills miss the playoffs. The
2: Bills are it's a it's a real game.
0: Yeah. So I think oh. if the Bills lose, McDermott gets black Monday.
2: Oh, I don't think yeah, Bill don't gets doubt. black
0: I don't think Bill gets black Monday. But I still don't think he's
3: I don't think, think, figure he's, out I don't think he's
0: the head coach. I don't think he's the head coach next year. I don't.
3: If they haven't had a discussion about what they're doing with them, it's going to take some time because they're not just going to fire them with what's their year plus left on the deal. They're either going to trade them or they're going to figure out some agreement to part, which will take time.
2: I don't think so. I don't even think he shows up to the meeting. I wouldn't be stunned. I like that take. I honestly wouldn't be stunned if Bill's like. You think he just resigned? Oh, yeah. It's the classic. I'm
1: not fired. I quit.
0: But why, But let me ask you this: Why would he resign? Unless I'll tell you this: if he I don't think, no, no, I he mean, like if, he, if he
1: sees the writing on the wall, of course not. I,
0: I don't know.
2: think he wants to sit in there and listen to Kraft ask him about what's wrong. Like I don't think he wants to explain himself. Yeah, I think he's yeah. like I do what I do. And F you, he, he, and he, that's he, it. Exactly. Like, no or, yeah, I don't need yeah, to talk right. to you. Yeah, I don't need to talk to you to convince you I'm the guy for the job. I either am or I'm not. It's, so, like, I don't think he wants well, to go through the, uh, the, 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 the steps here. It's you know? not
0: Robert. It's Jonathan. He won't sit there if Jonathan – Oh,
3: left. God, no. But I don't think he wants to sit with Robert either. Is there any chance he's back? I
0: think they have a better – obviously, they have a relationship.
3: Is there any chance he's
0: yeah? There's to of me? course there's a chance. I think there is. There's a chance.
2: I think Kraft is not a thousand percent. I think like Jonathan's been like whispering in his ear for six years, like get rid of this mother. Yeah. You know, it like just yeah. sucks because even you know, when, when Brady was
1: still around. He was saying that. yeah.
0: We know Bill can coach still. It's just yeah, that might be his book, man. It's just he's almost like too much of an asshole for some of these players now, and like this he, is the greatest I mean, Patriots just, book ever. His talent yeah. evaluation has been, Brings it all, yeah. has been complete whiff to the point where
3: they are where they are And now. they're about to pick top five, Jimmy. You can't do it. I know. Can I play devil's advocate
2: on one thing? I don't know if I even – I'm just going to put it out there, okay? Put it out there. Here's, here's the only place I'm conflicted in. I think because he – I, I lean strongly towards I think he's got to go because I don't think he can change. And I think some things have passed him by, and I don't know that he can get him back. However, when you think about it overall, like philosophically, not much this has changed. Fair. He's just picked the wrong guys, right? Like...
3: The wrong coaches, he, wrong players. Right,
2: wrong coaches, coaches. because he wants guys oh. around him. But like, if 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 instead of Harry, it's Debo Samuel. If instead of Thornton, it's Pickens. If if Cole Strange ended up being Logan Mankins again. If Henry and Janu ended up being Horrible. you know. Ended up being Gronk and Hernandez. Like he still did a lot of the things he'd done before. He was just he just w- had a string of wrong. The question is, does he no longer understand what makes a good? O- he's also largely ignored offense. He's he's hit on offensive linemen in free agency in the middle of drafts all the time. You know, like he's used to that Tooney and Mason and Onwenu and all of these guys. So he's kind of going through the same formula. It's just he's been wrong so much over this short span of time <clears throat> particularly on the offensive side and then obviously just disrespecting the quarterback position and having you know it, it, you know being the biggest issue of uh, of all like I can win in other ways i mean if they if nobody gets hurt on defense and they even have a semi competent offense, they probably win eight and nine games. You know, and like, then you're having a just, different just conversation.
0: An average offense. And, but it's I'm saying, I
2: think Kraft can talk himself into thinking that too. Like, it might not be as bad as it looks. Well, the biggest thing like, is, you know, Bobby, you spent the last thing I'll say, Bobby, you spent a ton of time on the last year of Brad making this point. What are you going to do that's better in the bill case? I actually think it matters only because no one wants to follow bill Belichick in new England. I don't care if you're the second greatest coach in history, this, you don't want to follow this act. And you also don't want to come to a place that has nothing to build on. And right now, because they're so you don't have a bunch of ascending talent and your quarterback in place. If they land a top two pick, the equation changes a little bit. The idea of coming in and grooming one of the top two, you know, uh passers, but like, it's not that attractive a job based on what they have here, and no one wants to follow Bill. So the the replacement probably is going to be worse. And that's
0: a concern as well. And I'm sure Kraft has to factor that in. But the, you know the replacement's you know. gonna be worse from a coaching standpoint, of course. Yeah. My concern also is which, the personnel. Yeah. yeah. The personnel, the front office, ownership's gonna you know, I mean, I don't even know what Robert Kraft I don't know who's calling the shots anymore. Is it Robert? Is it Jonathan? These are the questions that I have. And, I mean, Robert's getting up there in age. I mean, at some point, you got to hand the keys over. As far as it goes with Bill, somebody in the comments said, it. yeah, Bill's Bill has always been a defensive-minded coach. We know that. He was saved on offense because of Tom Brady. Tom Brady has always been the offense. And people are finally realizing that. It took some people a lot longer than others, I guess, to realize that. But once Brady left, the offense left. It's it's really that simple. And yeah, Bill's eye for offensive talent recently has sucked. I mean, you can go back to I mean, he let Jacoby Myers go. That was and he just signed Smith Schuster for the same amount of money. Smith Schuster. Can't even tie his cleats. He can't get on the field. Yeah, and but you Remember
1: years ago, how many times that used to happen? Like, he would let guys go, and then he would find a replacement out of nowhere, like some
0: undrafted guy or But he had Tom Brady throwing on the ball, Joe Sway. Exactly. You, you like, could that's me and you, different. and we could just play, like, third down back and slot receiver, and, like, we're, we'll are going, end up with 60 yards. Like, no problem.
1: To me, it, that's the difference.
0: They got rid of that third <laughs> down back. They don't have a third down back anymore, which and they, he they he lived on. Control. They lived on a third it's down tough. back for, like, 18 years up until literally the last Super Bowl that they won, they were third down back heavy. They were always throwing in the flat. They're always checking. They're always just outsmarting the defense. Now they don't have that quarterback who can do that. And it's not even a Tom Brady thing. It's in, around the NFL that smart quarterbacks. I don't know what happened. I don't know if it's just lack of practice, lack of preparation, but all these quarterbacks from Josh Allen down to whoever. They're relying solely on athleticism, really. Their arm strength, and if you know the first look fails, I'm going to just start running, and I'm just going to you know try not to make a massive mistake. They're not smart at the line. They're not audibling the right way, or out of uh, you know what. They the find offensive line is pretty
3: bad too. Offensive
0: though. line of the Patriots sucked. Obviously, um, there's so many issues. John, yeah, you're right, but you got to start somewhere. I, I think he has to go. Can. You can't keep kicking the can. Yeah, I, I think I, I think
2: he has to go, but I also think it's not as slam-dunky easy uh, as it seems. That's I, all. Think it, um, I think it
3: is. but it is I think there's things to consider, yeah. It's scary that you have to nail the quarterback thing here, find the new coach, find a new GM.
0: If they get the second pick, who do you want? I mean, do you want Harris, No one knows. The just do you scary. want the wide out? I kind of want the wide
3: out. I, I, I want to go
2: either safety or... Or uh, our interior offensive line. You're in a tough might spot get your when wish. you don't know. <laughs>
0: Belichick is still on the team.
3: You're in a I tough think, spot when you I don't think, know where you're going
2: to go. And I think you got to get another kicker. You might have to use a third or this they, time
3: they to make definitely sure you it right. need they definitely I told need you, John, kick. they'd regret moving folk. There you, it were is. Right, <laughs> you were right, Bobby. <laughs> you
0: nailed it. You nailed it. You nailed it.
3: There it is. He was awesome. <clears throat> you that was nailed, a... that <laughs> nailed that one. That was it. the reason they fell apart this year. Things would have been different, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it, wasn't, it, wasn't, it, wasn't,
0: it wasn't an unnecessary trade and pick, for sure. The Texans, Texans take the
2: lead in a tanking universe. That is a good result for the Patriots, just letting you guys know.
0: Right. Just reminding everyone. How bad can it get? Like they could win tomorrow and they could be as as 7th maybe.
2: They can only they can't drop lower than 5th. Okay. Oh, that's good. But they can they can still get the second if a couple things break their way and they lose. They have to lose. It
3: would have been cool yeah, if they got up to one, but whatever. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'll gonna take be 2. Tough. I'll definitely take 2 though.
2: Yeah, we'll take but 2. They anyway, take,
3: uh, I don't know. They can still we
2: get up gonna, to 2. we're, we're going to wrap it, guys.
0: I'm right. gonna wrap it. We're done.
3: We're done. You, yeah, in, you we're and you and Joe Sway, you guys All gotta right. be on time on Monday. Monday, yeah. Monday, Monday. You didn't expect it from and, me. and the Steelers, the Steelers
2: doesn't yeah, the Steelers was a Patriots opponent. Them winning wasn't great. Would have been better. Um if the Ravens had won there. But that's
0: um that would have been better for the patriots so that did one you, hurt them did you say pats win or lose tomorrow john i think they win i think they win too yeah the jets are just that bad and the pats at home i wouldn't I think it either. honestly honestly and this is why i want to go to the game i think it might actually be a fun game to go to in the snow i'm going to wake up tomorrow and make the decision i'm not sure what i'm going to do the tickets are literally yeah.
2: $15. What a surprise! Kess wants to fire the coach.
3: <laughs> <laughs> hey, he was he was right last time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's the coach. Except him. Yeah. Except Bill won't be. Um, yeah, Elephant he will not dude. be GM. <laughs> GM, he already is.
2: GM. Yeah. All right, we're done, guys. We'll see you Monday, and uh, the whole world could be come different on. then. We'll we'll see. Yeah. Oh, you guys want to keep going? Show. No, no, I'm,
3: not, I'm doing a Kess impression. It's gonna be <laughs> <laughs> come on. Come, come on, on come Bobby. on!
1: <laughs> <laughs> the day one fan, right there. Appreciate you guys. Oh After my the, god! Uh, yeah.
0: Locker room days. This locker rooms st- doesn't exist anymore. It's so damn bad. It's too bad. Yeah, it is. It is. They got bought out, and then like whoever bought them out just tanked it. It was Spotify.
2: <laughs> I was gonna say, didn't Spotify
0: do it? Spotify did it.
2: Yeah, it became Green
0: Row. Green room, oh, green room! Is green room still a thing? It I'm is, fair. but
2: it got taken. It it got weird. That's what and, I mean. It no, got ta- ta- nobody ta- tanked. Nobody it. it. They tanked
0: it. Hey, you we got spaces, baby. We do.
2: I locker room was special. I I do oh, miss boy. those days. That I was know. a ton of fun Me too. I
0: remember being just like. I wasn't allowed to leave my room because of COVID. I'd just be like laying on the couch, staring at the ceiling, being unlocked. We did
3: 90 like, minutes here, and then we'd be like, all right, join us for the next all two right. hours. My,
0: <laughs> when like Perk jumped on with us, it was just like, what but is There would going be like on? 200 <laughs>
2: people. There'd be like 200 oh. people in there. It was like, it was, awesome. it was a party. It was fun. Two yeah, so people would it,
0: put them on. Hey, what's up? And, and we will say this, you're if you're off. still here, like,
2: subscribe, all that stuff. We never we never beg for that stuff, but it really is beneficial. So, yes, like, subscribe, share, tell your friends. More the merrier. Uh, join the chat. Hang out uh, throughout the season, uh, potentially historic season, uh, and we will uh, we'll keep riding it. We're back Monday. We do have to wrap it. Thank you. Special thanks to guest appearances, guest stars, Josue Paffone and Jimmy Toscano. Hey, you guys make graphics, I swear. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. You guys, Joseph, Joseph, a, you guys
3: only get half paid in <clears throat> this is not and Jimmy
2: making guest appearances on their John, own show. John, any
3: final thoughts? Any final thoughts you want to say?
2: I'm sorry I let you in the room. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Apology accepted. You know? <laughs> <All right. laughs> See you all.